The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, hosted by Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Dr. Relly Nadler. I'm Allison Childs with the Center for Creative Leadership. Kathy and Relly have helped thousands of people like you become better performers, managers, and leaders with their unique approaches to coaching. Dr. Relly Nadler is a master level certified executive coach with the International Coaching Federation. A psychologist, corporate leadership, and team trainer, Dr. Nadler brings his expertise and emotional intelligence to all his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. Dr. Nadler's Leaders Playbook provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers. For more information and free tools by Relly Nadler, go to www.truenorthleadership.com. New York Times bestselling author Kathy Greenberg wins hearts and minds around the world with her internationally acclaimed books on the new science of happiness, including what happy companies know and what happy working mothers know. Kathy is available for a variety of consulting and coaching programs where you can learn to apply her unique happiness equals profit business formula. For more on Kathy's coaching, tools, consulting, and keynote speaking, go to www.h2cleadership.com or www.whathappyworkingmothersknow.com for free tips and downloads. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Rowe Nadler. My co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is also a part of the show. We'll be on in just a moment. And Kathy and I are your leadership development coaches. Between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. And we always want to bring you cutting-edge guests that we can have just a kind of delightful conversation, stimulating. And today, we have Pam Sherman. And Pam has the Suburban Outlaw is trademarked, and we'll hear a little bit more what the Suburban Outlaw is. But let me tell you, she's an attorney, she's an actress, a writer, a professor whose story of ditching her day job to pursue her dream as an actress was featured in People magazine. Pam speaks as a suburban outlaw about having an edge is the best possible way, and the edge is explore, dream, groan, excite. And we'll get her to speak more about that. She provides training programs for business leaders all over the world on a variety of topics. And then also let me take the opportunity to introduce my co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. Kathy coaches leading executives and entire companies on the applications of her proven method, which is happiness equals profit and all the strategies that go with it. Dr. Greenberg is the co-founder of the renowned executive consultancy, H2C, which stands for Happy Companies, Healthy People. And she's the author of uh, multiple bestsellers around happiness and a much-in-demand conference speaker. And, you know, Kathy and I, we always try to bring you the best in current leadership topics, interviews with proven leaders like we're going to do today with Pam Sherman, and we want to provide evidence-based best practices to help you develop more leaders in your organization. Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Relly. Today is going to be a fabulous show with Pam Sherman. I just love this suburban outlaw. Don't you love that? Don't you want to know what that means? Yes. And it is, it's, it's just one of those extraordinary times that uh, we can share with you some more and different and radical tips and techniques for really truly being a great leader. And, of course, everyone who joins us for our shows knows that leaders are the heartbeat of an organization, but most of us, and most leaders that we know really do underestimate just how much influence we have over others. And as a result, sometimes we can underperform. But doing just a few small things differently 
can really make a big difference in the bottom line of our leadership and our ability to influence others. And in all of our shows, we love to bring you something about how to develop yourself and others using what happy companies know about performance and really sweet spot about emotional intelligence and positive psychology strategies for being your best. We love to add something about brain and neuroscience contributions to being a top performer and generation and gender differences. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about something that's really close to my heart, and that is being an extraordinary leader and being also a woman leader and how you can understand more about what women can do differently to be the best they can be. And organizations need to understand that because work-life balance practices and strategies for managing your peers, your subordinates, and your boss are so important to your success. Before we get started, I just want to mention that my co-host, Dr. Relly Nadler, is a master-level certified executive coach, a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer, and Dr. Nadler brings his experience in emotional intelligence to all his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. And Dr. Nadler's Leader's Playbook provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers like you. So without further ado, Relly, could you talk to our audience, well, talk to the audience and Pam, who is waiting to come on, about why leadership development is just so important and some of the data behind it. Sure, Kathy, would love to do that. Leadership development news, we talk about leaders. And the reason that we talk about leaders and try to give you cutting-edge tips is that we know leaders have anywhere from 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. And so that's why we like to say that leaders are the emotional thermostat for the team. They are the person who is most contagious around the team climate, the focus, the stability, the norms, the standards, the attitudes. They're the emotional thermostat. And the goal on this show and the work that Kathy and I do is to try to help people get into the top 10%. The top 10% is really a tipping point. If you can get your B player to be an A player, they uh, produce twice as much revenue to the organizations as managers in the 11th through the 89th percentile. So a lot of these tips that we're giving you practices are all focused on getting more people into the top 10%. And one way to get more people in the top 10% is around this concept of emotional intelligence. When you look at how smart someone is, their IQ, you look at their expertise, techno expertise, and emotional intelligence. A lot of the research shows that anywhere from 60 to 85% or so as someone moves up the organization is based around emotional intelligence um, skills and competencies. And most organizations have training. Training is very valuable. It gives about a 22% um, increase in productivity. But if you have training along with executive coaching where you can tailor the training for the person's position, you can get about an 88% increase in productivity. And through all the shows, if you can do a few things, these micro-initiatives can create these macro-impacts. That's really the key is what we're trying to uh, help you with. If you want more information about Dr. Kathy Greenberg, she's at www.h2cleadership.com for her happiness books, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and her coaching services. If you're more interested in me, Dr. Rowan Adler, um, my website is www.truenorthleadership.com for emotional intelligence, free assessments. There's some books, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching boot camps. And then, Kathy, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about uh, Pam and maybe your relationship with her and how you, how you met her. Well, Pam and I met um, several years ago. Um, she is one of the, I think, most creative women I have ever met, and she was one of the founders of a young president's organization, um, I want to say, aspect of their kind of global um, repertoire around their, um, their leadership training. And as you know, the YPO is one of the most influential organizations in the world today for young leaders and seasoned leaders, and uh, as somebody who has been a part of that organization, she was kind enough to invite me to be a part of her program, and um, we became fast friends, and Pam is one of those people who just is an outstanding person, an outstanding attorney, actress, writer, 
and a professor who, whose story of ditching her job uh, to pursue her dream is not only one of the best stories I've ever heard, but it was uh, you know, featured in People magazine and it has caused her to become uh, a real innovator, both for uh, the layperson as well as for uh, professional people. And she provides you know, really great, I think, just fabulous training programs for business leaders all over the world on a variety of topics. And, um, you know, just her programs include things like Finding Your Personal Edge and The Actor's Edge. And um, I think she's done something on Oscar-winning presentation skills and networking like an outlaw. And you just you can't wait to hear more from Pam. And, you know, she has this very humorous column called The Suburban Outlaw. And that can be read bi-monthly in Gannett's Rochester Magazine, where she also contributes feature articles, including the history of the YPO. And Pam blogs regularly at www.suburbanoutlaw.com, and we'll talk more about that. And her newest book, The Suburban Outlaw, Tales from the Edge, is available at Amazon.com and at BarnesandNoble.com. So we hope you'll check that out. You know, Pam has performed in theater, film, and television, including NBC's Homicide, Life on the Streets, Unsolved Mysteries, and the long-running play Sheer Madness at the Kennedy Center. Her one-woman show, Pumping Josie, Life and Death in Suburbia, has played to great acclaim around the United States. And while Pam is a classically trained lawyer, she left law to become an actor, and she attended the British American Drama Academy at Oxford and the Neighborhood Playhouse. She is a member of the Bar of the State of New York, Actors Equity, and the Screen Actors Guild. I, it just doesn't get any better than that. Pam, welcome to the show. <laughs> well, I was thinking she sounds really impressive, so I'm very excited you were talking about me. <laughs> you Thank you so part. much for that introduction, really. That's great. Well, it's definitely entice me, and I'm sure with our audience also. And so, Pam, we always love to kind of get a little more of a background from you about who's been some of the most influential people, maybe people who have shaped your thinking kind of and allowed you to push the edge as you have. I love that question, and I, uh, I've really been thinking long and hard about it. And I'm happy to say and, uh, that, uh, that actually my husband of 25 years, um, who I affectionately call the husband in my <laughs> columns, <laughs> uh, who's also a leader in YPO, he chaired the Global Leadership Conference in YPO, has really been one of the most influential people in my life in helping me to grow, to always see the possibilities in the talent that was within me and challenging me. I'll never forget when I thought about going to law school after graduating, we'd met in college, and he said, no, I think you need to give me 10 reasons why you want to go. And, of course, I found the list recently, and one of them was, I can do our wills. And let me just say, we hired somebody else to do that. So. <laughs> He always holds my feet to the fire and uh, helps me to see uh, really the leader within me. And uh, I really feel like that partnership, that team that we've created, has, uh, has been one of the most influential aspects of my life. You know, Pam, as you're talking about all the you know, people who have influenced you, there must have been a turning point in having gone to law school, investing all that money, all that time, and then saying... I don't know if I really want to do this this way, and then you become an actress. What what was that turning point? Uh, well, I'd like to say, and I tell this story when I talk about following uh, your personal edge and finding your own path, I always say sometimes your dreams come and uh, kick you from behind. You don't know they're coming. <laughs> um, I was uh, I had always... Uh, I majored in theater as an undergraduate and had uh, incredible influences at American University where I got my degree and even incredible influences at Cardozo School of Law. Uh, Barry Sheck, who's famed for the OJ trial, uh, was smart enough to create trial advocacy teams made up of former actors. <laughs> and so we were very successful in our moot court and trial advocacy competitions. But even after I'd started practicing law, uh, the pull of what I love to do came back to me and and I found satisfaction both in the writing as a lawyer, but never as much in my vision of what I thought a lawyer did, which was going to court and making arguments. Hardly ever do, did I have that opportunity as a uh, corporate and commercial litigator. My job was to really be a zealous advocate for settlement and find the right financial solution for my clients. 
And Pam, I'm going to ask you to pause on that thought, and we're going to go to a break. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Don't go away, because we're talking to the suburban outlaw, Pam Sherman. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic plays to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 There's a course offered on 7th Wave Network that you never saw offered in college. One that provides information on how to transform ancient wisdom teachings into everyday life. You'll learn how to create from your spirit and explore the world with all of your senses. Participation is encouraged. Enroll in Spirituality 101, the course you can't afford to miss with your host, Reverend Norma. Class is in session every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time in your favorite classroom, 7th Wave Network. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Pam Sherman. She is the urban outlaw, which you're probably saying, well, what is that? Well, we will hear about that. What is the urban outlaw? But we're hearing about her transition from being a lawyer and what... uh, she was doing then and, and what attracted her to moving out of that to be an actress. So why don't we pick that on up, Pam, from there? Well, I was saying that uh, sometimes your dreams come and uh, come, come to you from behind. You, uh, and, and in my case, I really went kicking and screaming into my dreams. I'd like to say that I went into the partner's office and said, you know, take this job. And, well, what happened was a law firm went out of business, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, as, as can happen sometimes. And it really was the universe giving me an opportunity to pursue my dreams. And I was able to, uh, living in Washington, D.C., which is the third largest market for the Screen Actors Guild, and mm-hmm. there are about 50 or 60 equity theaters. It's a wonderful community of actors. I was able to forge a, an entire new career, and it was really then that I was able to start my training work uh, when I got a call from the Department of Justice who had read about me in People magazine and said, can you come in and help our antitrust lawyers be better advocates using acting skills? Uh, so it, it was... A, it, you never know what's going to happen to you. All the best laid plans... Um, uh, can change in an instant. And in the end, I can say now it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I couldn't say it at the time. <laughs> yeah, because when it's happening to you, you're like, you know, now what am I going to do? But the reality was, like most people who are successful and who are positive and who understand their strengths, you turned it all on a dime and you became a whole new person. So what, what are, what did, how did you come up with this idea about using EDGE, E-D-G-E. What are some of the most common issues you see that have enabled you to start thinking a new way using this process? 
Yes, and, you know, I think it's important to just say that you're always reinventing yourself. That's your job in life is to embrace change. And for me, embracing who I am as a person was critical, and that's how the edge came to be. That influential uh, husband who is a great leader in his own right, oh, uh, it comes from a very small town in upstate New York, and I'm from New York City. And he used to lament how edgy I was. And I thought, well, why is that a bad thing? I can always find a parking spot. Uh, <laughs> I pretty much say what I think and do it appropriately, uh, but you know what you're getting. And I thought, what does it mean to have an edge in the best possible way? And seriously, walking along the bucolic Erie Canal, it was absolutely beautiful, I came up with it means that I explore, I dream, I grow, and I excite. And that has become the template Pretty much for all the training that I do, whether it be finding your personal edge or even when it comes to presentation skills, uh, you have to explore and understand your audience. You have to dream, visualize your goals. That's true of leadership, too. You have to grow out of your comfort zone. I'm always doing things that make me uncomfortable. And then, ultimately, you need to be ignited for your own mission and ignite others around you. Uh, so it, it became perhaps the lawyer and the writer and the actor all came together to uh, to come up with the acronym for the edge. But uh, it really came out of saying, well, what's wrong with being edgy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up in, in New Jersey, I can appreciate that. And that, that is a positive edge. So especially the last part, I think, or actually all of them, um, but that excite. Um, given that we're dealing with leaders and leadership development news, you know, that's one that they say, well, I'm not sure I, I have the charisma or how do I excite. So that's uh, we want to hear what you have to, to kind of say about that. Um, but maybe to frame this, it would be helpful to know just for the audience. So what kind of walk us through what kind of work that you do um, so that people can, if they want to have you do more of that work with them, just kind of give us the context. Sure. The, the concept of uh, what I like to call the actors, that you teach what you know, right, uh, Relly and Kathy, and, uh-huh. and we all come from different disciplines, but essentially we're all looking for the same thing. What makes an authentic leader? And uh, I believe that it comes from connection, it comes from authenticity, it comes from being relaxed, and it comes from expressiveness. And so I like to teach what I call the actor's edge. Uh, it, it often starts with presentation skills, but it can be used for networking, and it can be used for leadership because true leaders are expressive. They're not one thing uh, in one place and then different in another. And I do think that charisma is innate. It is within all of us. Um, just from the root, uh, from, from what the word means. We all have a charisma within us. It's about are we willing to show it. And I think true leaders uh, inspire through allowing that charisma to come through. So I work uh, with individuals. Uh, I work with CEOs, with, uh, with leaders in brand advertising and marketing uh, for a variety of different organizations, both on an individual level and then also doing group training uh, under the rubric of the edge, but essentially teaching what do actors do that make them both compelling to watch and make them believable. Because people always would say to me, oh, being an actor, you're not really telling the truth. You're putting on a character. And really the best actors are true. And you believe them. And in fact, you suspend your disbelief because, uh, because they've done something to make you watch them. I call it the it factor. And we can all find that within us through the tools that actors use. So I teach uh, what does it mean to have presence, what does it mean to be a good listener? Acting isn't acting at all. It's really reacting. Uh, what, are, what does voice and uh, how does voice and body language contribute to this? How can we use storytelling? And ultimately, to me, that's the, the real goal of, of the work that I do, is to have people tell their true stories, uh, both as leaders within a company. Uh, people don't hire companies. They hire people. And they're made through relationships that are born out over time. And revealing and sharing your true stories ultimately make you, I think, a more successful leader. And then even examining what character, what role am I playing in this presentation, in this meeting, overall in my company. And then ultimately actors look at their objectives. What's my motivation? Why am I here? And how can you uh, make that objective a compelling and in some ways a, uh, a passionate objective that will inspire you to your own mission? Now, Pam, this, this program has a three-pronged approach 
I believe, uh, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, assessment, training, and then something called MAP. Can you talk a little bit about what these components are? Yes, I think it's critical. You need to start with um, what is people's comfort zone. If you're going to take them out of their comfort zone, you need to do an assessment of where they are and uh, really look at their own individual skills and have them do a self-awareness test. Uh, I literally, if it's on presentation skills, I will film you, we'll talk about it, I, I can say that clients say it's worse than going to the dentist uh, because there's no Novocaine. <laughs> um, the training and the exercises are those that re- help the client reveal their expressiveness, learn to uh, be a compelling storyteller. And we can do group trainings or I work uh, very closely with individuals, CEOs and uh, corporate leaders and attorneys to help them learn how really essentially to best present themselves to the world. But then none of it is really com- uh, compelling without an action plan. What do I need to do uh, in the future? How can I solidify the skills that I've learned? And, and I really liked what you said, Relly, about um, in- increasing productivity. Uh, it's 22%, did you say, in, in a right. group, and 88% with individual coaching. Yes. Um, it, I think that the, the next step in that, how that, why that 88% is so compelling is because they're, they're putting an action plan. That's why I call it a map. You've got to have an action plan with it. So tell me um, just about how do you get people in front of the camera? I mean, you are an actress. Uh, you're comfortable. You know, and I think from a training, I, I agree, it's a v- valuable tool. Any tips about, uh, do you just say, hey, we're doing it, and they do it, or how do you get yeah, them? No, we actually come in with a, with a planned presentation, something they've either done before. I've even had people just get up and tell a personal story, because I think that really reveals a lot about you. Um, I'll choose, a, bring in an object, and uh, say why it's important to you, and how can you learn to become more expressive and use storytelling in your business life. Uh, and then we sit and watch it together, and uh, that's the hardest part is getting them to sit and watch it, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, because you really have to view yourself, and I, invariably, this is what I hear. Wow, I'm better than I thought I was, right? Uh-huh. And I think that's, that's, that's a great lesson to learn. We're also hypercritical. Why not just look at yourself and see how you present yourself? Now, Pam, when you say that, it sounds so easy, but there are a lot of people that have some pretty big egos, and you and I both know that some of the people that we do work with are very, I want to say, visible uh, in, in the public eye, and getting them to do a self-assessment doesn't always necessarily you know, come easy. How, how do you present that to someone? Well, I think uh, as a leader, first of all, I, don't, don't you find that um, if someone is already working with you, they, it's our job to help them go to the hard place, right? And, and the other thing is, even if they're really good at what they do, and I find that great leaders are essentially great presenters and do a great job of presenting themselves, our job is to constantly sharpen that saw and to try and get better. And doing that self-assessment, I believe, is one of the uh, the best ways possible to uh, self-awareness is the first step towards change and growth, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Well, so looking across your track record and how you arrived today, um, what skills and strengths do you feel that serves you the best? And then we'll ask you, you know, how does that translate into other other folks? But what what have you found first about yourself, your strengths, and and how have you been able to utilize those? I think the most important thing I can do is help people feel comfortable. And don't you think uh, that that's a great skill to translate mm-hmm. to our clients? Um, yeah. Because when someone feels comfortable, uh, then they're willing to open up. They will share with you, and you learn so much more. Uh, I'd like to think um, that my energy is another, if, if you can view that as a skill set. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also thinking out of the box. Uh, what I'm constantly seeking new ways and new exercises to really help the individuals I work with. There's no such thing as a group training as far as I'm concerned. I'm working with all individuals, and each one has to be addressed. Uh, and uh, I would say that my skills have changed or evolved enormously uh, from the lawyer that I was, although really uh, the other thing that being a lawyer has helped is to give me a professionalism and an organizational skill and an analytic skill that uh, that really cannot be traded. Uh, and Pam, we're going to come right back, sure. and we're going to hear about 
your ability to be a recovering attorney. (laughs) (laughs) So don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News, and we're talking to Pam Sherman, the suburban outlaw. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. This ain't your mama's brain and health show. Tune in and get ready for entertainment and information about your mind and body that will really change your life. Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio is a sane departure from conventional thinking about diet, health, and the brain. Host Nora Gedgaudis will also combine humor and science to illuminate the mind and open your eyes to the principles of neurofeedback and diet, which can help you and your family live a better life. Primal Body, Primal Mind Radio airs live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to stay Spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking about it to Pam Sherman, and she's the author of The Suburban Outlaw, Tales uh, from the Edge. And so we've been letting our listeners wait long enough for this now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what is The Suburban Outlaw and, and how can that help our, uh, ourselves in tough times? Well, I think the most important thing you can do in tough times is have humor in your life. And the Suburban Outlaw was developed as a column uh, for Gannett's Rochester Magazine. And I, uh, it came to me literally in a dream. I was asked, uh, would I write a story um, 
stories, basically lessons and metaphors that I've learned in my life, uh, tales from my own life that I can share with the audience. And I said to the uh, to the editor, uh, I said, sure, as long as you call it the suburban outlaw, uh, because I think we think of suburbia as a place of conformity and uh, stereotypical um, uh, subdued behavior, and I'm learning that there are irreverent, honest people who live their lives fully uh, for their families and themselves uh, all around me in, uh, in suburbia, and that uh, a suburban outlaw is someone who looks at their life with humor and learns from their life. And that's, uh, I think that's true of men and women, and I've been really encouraged by the incredible um, uh, outpouring that has come from just the name. People will stop me and say, oh, you're the suburban outlaw. You're, you're her. It's really, a, it's really a lot of fun. And we've had uh, some wonderful social media success, and uh, uh, it, it, the book has been very successful. It's now an Amazon bestseller, and uh, only to be trumped by three cups of tea, but uh, that makes sense because that's a very important book. <laughs> now, Pam, I'm looking at your website as we're speaking, and it's, it's absolutely just it's charming. First of all, there's a picture of you from it looks like the old west with like <laughs> the burnt edges of a of a picture and then um you have a menu of tabs to go through and i just want to read uh to our our listening audience what's on here which i think is just it's really engaging okay so first you have the wrap sheet <laughs> yes. and then you have dishing uh which is aka your speaking drama queen Pumping Josie, obviously your one-woman show, the written outlaw, and then tracking down the outlaw, and then of course the edge training. And I just want to let everybody know that you have all been sewed, S-O apostrophe D, which means <laughs> you've all been suburban outlawed, and you now all have the ability to explore, dream, grow, and excite, all by doing something for yourself by going to the suburban outlaw. Um, and, you know, the suburbanoutlaw.com and taking a look at what's here because it's really fabulous stuff. You know, thank you so much, Kathy, because I, I've often thought that the uh, the website that I have now, um, does it really have a compelling business story? And I think in the end, just, just as I said before, um, business is about people, and they know what they're getting when they get the Suburban Outlaw. <laughs> well, that's great. So uh, maybe you can share with us, some of your personal success story has made a difference in your life, and I think from that we can then look at what were some of the edge behaviors that may have been wrapped into that and other people can use. There's no question that uh, a recent highlight, um, and Kathy was a big part of this, was uh, the leadership role that uh, that my husband, and, and by him taking on the leadership role of being the chair of the Global Leadership Conference for uh, the Young Presidents Organization, YPO, in 2009 in Miami, I had the opportunity to create a program that had never been created before, which was to integrate uh, spouses. Uh, YPO is a unique organization of business leaders, uh, 20,000 members worldwide uh, in YPO and WPO that includes family and spouses in all of uh, their programming and creates programming specifically for family and spouses. And it made sense to me to be able to show the kinds of resources, like Dr. Kathy Greenberg, the excellent resources that are available, uh, not only for members, but for spouses who, as men and women who are business people in their own right, are looking for growth. Uh, so I took on that uh, role of producing and creating what we call the spouse experience at the GLC, which has led to uh, an international task force uh, giving spouses a leadership role within the organization, as well as a greater uh, vision for youth and family programming in YPO. And then ultimately this year, uh, there was a spouse workshop uh, showing spouses in YPO all the incredible opportunities for their own personal growth through what YPO had to offer. It was a highlight uh, for my husband and I uh, to be able to lead 2,000 uh, YPOers and their spouses uh, in Miami in 2009, and I was so honored to have uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg as a resource sharing uh, her concepts about happiness and how it can uh, 
ha- the lessons that we can learn through happiness and how it can lead to greater health for both uh, you personally and for your company. And let me just say to, to the, those of you who are listening, you know, Pam, you've certainly, you know, given me some credit here, which is terrific, but there were some wonderful uh, contributors to this event that Pam was able to garner with her relationships, including um, Leslie Morgan Steiner, who is obviously world-renowned for her work with the Washington Post, and her two wonderful books, The Mommy Wars and also uh, Crazy Love. And then, of course, Jay Pausch, who was and, you know, continues to be um, the surviving wife of Dr. Pausch, who was the author of the last lecture um, about dying uh, of cancer while you're still young and, and able. And Jay was just a tremendous inspiration, as was Leslie, to many people who are, in fact, women who are suburban outlaws. And it just amazed me to watch the thousands of people in the audience see and feel and learn. And it was a real collective experience that I, I couldn't... I couldn't uh, express my my uh, you know my words enough uh for the success of that event and and really given your specialty in emotional intelligence i think you know how important it is for people to make a connection with you know speakers and what pam was able to do at that event was something that has been so dramatic in the history of ypo that it is now a core part of ypo it, it was such an honor, and I have to tell you, your, your subsequent question about uh, what were the edge skills that were used, I think the Jay Pausch story, can I share that with you? Yeah, that, um, sure. I didn't know Jay Pausch, um, but someone asked me, if you could speak to any spouse, um, anyone who you think would have an influence over this audience, and I, I could have picked so many, right? It was uh, right after... Uh, um, President Obama was elected. There was uh, so obviously Michelle Obama's compelling. I think uh, Maria Shriver has done amazing things in her role as the uh, first lady of California. But uh, I said Jay Pausch, and I, I will say the husband didn't know who she was because he hadn't read the book, <laughs> but everyone else in the room did. And I, uh, I, I, this is about explore, dream, grow, and excite. I think if you put a goal out there that's, that you have been told is unreachable. Um, that's part of your job is to say it out loud. So I said it out loud, and I literally co-called Jeff Zaslow, who is the Wall Street Journal reporter who co-wrote the last lecture with Randy Pausch. And he said, you know, Pam, she's turned down Oprah and Diane Sawyer, and, you know, she's really not ready. It was only six months after he'd passed away that we were reaching out to her. And uh, he said, what would you ask her? And I said, well, how do you follow your dreams when you're married to a dreamer? And how do you live your life, um, and this is one of the themes of my play and really of so much of my writing, how do you live your life uh, while life and death is happening all around you? Uh, and how do you continue to pursue your dreams while you're managing, frankly, both the mundane issues of life and then the very difficult issues of life? And uh, I think that was a compelling enough uh, question for her because it was about who she was as a person and that she is a dreamer. And she's a person in her own right. Um, many of us are married to larger-than-life figures, uh, whether we be male or female. And when you're married to a leader and you are a leader, how, can you, how do you manage and balance that? And uh, she luckily said yes, and she's become a dear, dear friend. And I am inspired by watching her leadership within the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network and how she's raising her children. And I think um, she's done a lot to raise awareness uh, beyond the last lecture, a juggernaut of a book about fulfilling your dreams. So, so hearing that story, because not everybody had the privilege of being there, both you and Kathy were there, maybe this is a way to kind of highlight some of your the edge components. You know, what did she say and how would, how would that fit into some of your edge components, if, if you're willing and able to share some of that. Right. Well, it's interesting. Her dream, she said, was to continue to... I think she said out loud on stage that she always looked at the caregivers, and her dream was to be somebody who would help the caregivers hmm. and uh, in the future, because I think that is... Um, you know, they, often the caregiver is forgotten. She also said you just have to live your life, especially when you have three small children, and you have to... It's really important. Balance is required because you have no choice. I think that was a lot of what she said. 
Um, you'll do things that are uncomfortable. Trust me, it's uncomfortable to have lived through what she lived through, and that's the, the grow concept. Uh, you're going to grow no matter what. And then excite. You have to continue your mission and find reasons to be excited even after a tragic loss. So really, every time I think about the edge and I, I think, well, what am I going to talk about with this group if I'm speaking to a group of executives, uh, of women executives, or what am I going to speak to uh, with couples, I keep coming back to the, to the rubric of the edge, and it always serves me best. Uh, so it was compelling to listen to her, and uh, I learned a lot about it uh, for my own mission. That's, that's such an amazing story, and I want us to, to hear some more of these great stories when we come back from this short break. So please come right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News, and we're talking to the suburban outlaw, Pam Shirt. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practice of Top Performers. We're talking with a top performer here, Pam Sherman, who wrote The Suburban Outlaw. And Pam, we wanted to zero in this last part more um, about some of the work that you've done with the YPO and the, some of the global YPO, you know, using some of the things I know that you speak and that you train and you do storytelling about, and maybe talk about some of the application to YPOs, but also it sounds like you've done this not only in the States, but, but cross-culturally, maybe some of, the, some of the appeal. Yeah, I think for me that was the, the most interesting aspect. I took my EDGE program to a YPO chapter in Morocco, and uh, I really didn't know if the program would translate. Essentially, we're taking acting skills and we're playing theater games, improvisation, we're doing voice and body work, essentially what actors do. And uh, I didn't know if it would translate. Uh, I think it's important for, for we, the trainers, to constantly go out of our comfort zone, too, don't you think, and so that we can learn. And I, was, uh, I found it incredibly compelling uh, we did a, a storytelling exercise on your defining moment. And even at, at one point, a uh, few of the people felt more comfortable speaking in French. It didn't matter that I didn't understand the words, but they'd taken all of the learning that we had done within the three hours prior on voice and body language and how, how you stand, how you connect with an audience. Um, what it means to be relaxed in storytelling. And then even in the storytelling, even though I don't speak French, um, I was, it was so interesting. I could follow what they were saying and the essence of their heart. And it really taught me that being authentic and expressive is almost more important than the content of what you say. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. 
So that was a, it really was a lesson for me. And now I'll be traveling all over the world uh, for YPO chapters in 2011, uh, sharing the program. And I, I, I had one um, leader come up to me. I was, was speaking in Barcelona at the Global Leadership Conference. And uh, they said, you know, we, I see there's a, um, you know, someone who could come here and teach me some, uh, some methods, but I really want to learn from you because I think we have to learn what do actors do. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I have... Uh, uh, I'm preaching to the converted here, <laughs> you know? so it really was helpful. And, and that's really a wonderful opportunity because when something is that universal, that it resonates with so many people in so many cultures, you know you're really onto something. Well, I was challenged by one uh, one member of the audience and who said, "Would you do this same program, uh, perhaps in Asia?" And I think there are, of course, cultural differences wherever you go, and it's really important to learn about those differences, and that's true for any leader as they're traveling internationally, to really learn. And if, if the number one rule is to know your audience, you do and should know about the culture surrounding it. But I think the range of human emotions is, um, it has no boundaries, mm-hmm. and it is truly international, and we all have them within us. And I, I, I felt that I had some justification when I watched the chairman of Toy Toyota uh, actually break down in tears in response to what was his questioning about what was happening with their cars. And I think that was the turning point for Toyota. He was true and he was authentic and he was truly sorry. And that was a very, very powerful lesson for me that emotional expressiveness can be true for leaders anywhere. Well, it also points to the, some of the researchers. We've had some of these on our show. Um, you know, that there's six basic emotions. I mean, there's more than six, you know, that we all experience, but that they have found in research that goes across cultures and across um, generations are the same kind of six emotions. You know, there's fear, there's anger, there's, there's disgust, there's surprise. You know, I think there's one or two more. Um, but everywhere they experience those same ones, those same six emotions. And it's essentially when you're teaching what do actors do, actors tap into that true emotion, right. uh, whether it's Othello's jealous rage or it's uh, Romeo's true, true love, right? And it's the same thing. And if we as an audience believe them, and that's true of you, you have to be believable and authentic to be a leader. Uh, so there are skill sets that we can uh, that we can use, and the other side of that is storytelling. And I've had some recent great success with clients who have found ways to link their own personal stories to their work life, develop them, and then have them in major publications and on television. And it was really a revelation for them as individuals to see that personal storytelling can become part of your business life. So maybe say a little bit of how that is. I mean, I, I imagine if you're talking about passion, that's what people are most passionate and knowledge about is their personal story. But So say a little bit about how you kind of relate that to, let's say, giving a leader or executive some of those tools. Well, I think it's important for them to, why are you here? What is the story that brought you here? And then ultimately, what compels you in your business story? There has to be a personal connection between you and your business. So, for example, a client in medical technology uh, that works in shared uh, records, medical records, a huge industry, uh, is interested in shaping and forming communities uh, through shared technology. And she had a personal story to tell that was outlined in the boss column, and it was very, very powerful. And I was, um, we, it, it came to her, she said, wow, I never saw the connection between my own personal medical experience and my business. And it really is finding a link between, you know, we're all, we all enter into business and choose the businesses that we, we uh, enter into, I think, based upon who we are. And uh, we, we are made up of the stories that came before. So, uh, so that's, and, and learning how to express that and find the link in an appropriate way, right? I think that's important, uh, is part of the work that I do. Uh, for example, in brand management, uh, working with a client about a compelling consumer brand. Well, how has this brand affected you? Even if not the brand, then the category that brought you here. And then how can we excite you about the mission for your brand? Because it has to come from, I think, from the personal. Mm-hmm. So and, you been- yeah, when you say those things, I mean, just the words, you know, compelling, appropriate. Um, sometimes I don't think people really understand right. 
that being authentic means really believing in those things. And Kathy, as you were saying, I was thinking the same thing, this idea of charisma. Sometimes it's hard to get your handle uh, around it. But let's say you have an engineer or an accountant, you know, in our typical uh, stereotype, and they say, well, well, you know, I just work with numbers. What, you know, what's, how do I, how do I, where's the <laughs> charisma in that, and how do I get excited about, I may be excited, but how do I pass that on? Well, part of it is those numbers and that equation, uh, that ends up making either the widget or the compelling business story. So uh-huh. you aren't just a cog. Uh, listen, you know, antitrust lawyers are essentially economists, but they still have to persuade a judge or a jury to their case. Uh, so, what, you know, while econometric modeling may be very specific and technical and detailed, you still have to find a way to bring your energy and your authenticity and your expressiveness to that. And I don't believe that uh, there's any such thing as a boring person out there. Everyone has something interesting about them. Uh, and that's true, I always like to say, of accountants. And uh, <laughs> they're, they're the perfect example. Uh, often they're dealing in hard and difficult numbers, and they have to... Sometimes deliver difficult news. Well, how do you do that? You've got to do it as a person, and you have to make a connection. Uh, someone said to me, "Can you really change uh, a person?" And my and I think my uh, metric is, "Can I change an aspect of the behavior? Can I make them see themselves a little differently? And can I make them excited about what they do because they make a difference in?" their community, or they make a difference in their business, or they make a difference for their clients. And so, yes, I think uh, there's no such thing as a boring person, just uh, a, perhaps a, a, a wrong point of view. <laughs> How's that? That sounds pretty good. good. Now, now, what's on the horizon for the Suburban Outlaw? Uh, well, some really exciting speaking engagements. I'll be traveling to YPO chapters uh, all over the world next year, uh, but then also speaking for uh, some women's leadership networks, and then continuing work, uh, one-on work with uh, coaching uh, CEOs and my individual clients, and then group leadership training, uh, taking what again, the actor's work, and using it for, um, for leadership training in general. I, I'm often heartened to see that business schools are starting to uh, have acting classes in their, uh, in their curriculum, and uh, really actors are collaborative, and uh, they have to be leaders uh, within a collaborative process. And so I'm, I'm thrilled to see that, uh, that my message is, uh, is part of a larger picture. That's huge, um, and it really is helpful to kind of hear your passion and to and to hear your excitement, you know, about uh, what you can bring to folks. So, anything in, as we are kind of wrapping up that you want to make sure that uh, people know, maybe let us know your website, and, and then anything else that they should be in particular looking at. Well, I, of course, I, I love how Kathy gave a roadmap to the to the website, uh, which is fun and whimsical, but uh, but obviously, uh, dealing with uh, with how you present yourself to the world, I think, is a, a really important and critical, particularly in in difficult times, uh, for individual leaders and uh, for those who want to grow in their leadership skills. And then the Suburban Outlaw, uh, which is, uh, as I mentioned, now a uh, an Amazon bestseller. I'm absolutely thrilled about that, uh, and that is a compilation of my columns and, uh, and really a precursor to the book I'm going to write about The Edge, uh, but that's a lot of fun, and you can find it all on www.suburbanoutlaw.com. Now, I just have to mention, for those of you who want to contact Pam, you can contact her by typing in, and I'm not kidding you, <laughs> Outlaw. Outlaw at suburbanoutlaw.com. That goes right to Pam. Outlaw at suburbanoutlaw.com. It doesn't get any better than that. No, and I, I and I think uh, it really. I, I've decided that it is about being an outlaw. You have to be willing to go out on the edge and uh, put yourself out there to be a compelling yeah, let's, leader. Let's make sure that people know this is not outside of the law. <laughs> no, because I'm a lawyer. I would never have people do that. Just um, outside of the norm. Right? Outside of the norm. I think that's the right way to put it. And also to do it with a sense of humor and an en- energy. And, again, it's about living on the edge. And so I'm also looking at the website. We're about ready to close here, but you got your Urban Outlaw, and then you have Going Alone. You're pumping life into the one-person show. Is that still going on? 
Uh, no, you know what? The show has uh, has morphed to become part of my uh, my keynote speech. Oh, good. And uh, it's a really that was an incredible journey to work on Pumping Josie, and really a, a pinnacle of my theatrical career to work with an award winning playwright, and then have it produced by the oldest women's theater in the country. And uh, uh, now what I do is talk to people about finding their bliss and, and tell the story of how I became a suburban outlaw and how you can find the suburban outlaw in you. And then also the presentation skills training, which I call the actor's edge. Well, that's great to hear. Yeah, and uh, I think you did a great job just summarizing uh, what you do and what you can bring to folks. So thank you so much, Pam. I can't thank you both enough. I'm uh, I'm thrilled to learn more about emotional intelligence. And uh, when I first met Kathy, which Kathy you don't remember at the Canyon Ranch, it was all about I want I want what she's having. Yeah, I didn't tell everybody <laughs> we met standing next to each other on a treadmill. It was all about. She said, "I'm writing a book about what happy women know." I said, "I want to know that." <laughs> and, and so do millions of people also. So that's great. Well, thank you so much, Pat. We really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for your time. This has been Leadership Development News. Please tune in again next week, and have a great week. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.